0: We did two really great interviews at ThreadX. The first one was with Brian Moore, founder at Ryanet. Now, I've been hearing a lot of rumors about Ryanet and what they're investing in, where they're going, and things they're spending their time on nowadays. So I wanted to go straight to the source. Here's a really great interview about where they're going for this year and on, how they're thinking about auto, here's how they're thinking about
1: digital. Take a listen.
0: What's up for Nusslers, Bruce from Printavo,
1: Ryan from Ryan at Rock, all made.
0: <laughs> a lot of things. Yeah, we're here at ThreadX this year, 2020, down in Scottsdale, Arizona. It's beautiful. Although, why are, are you this... wearing a jacket? I run chilly. I run chilly. <laughs> Ryan actually hit me up because they were investing a huge amount in a particular side of the business, and I wanted to learn about why, where it's going, what it is. So. I mean, what's been going on with the whole Rock
1: U.S.? So last year, actually, at ThreatX we kind of came up with a just different strategy in business it's called like Together is Better. How can we look for partnerships in the industry that um, people that, whether it's vendors or people that are doing things that have resources or abilities that we don't have, um, and maybe we have a core competency in this area and they have a core competency in another area, whether it's a product or service they might do or a resource they might have, and so that kind of... Uh, prompted um, us to go out and talk, uh, looking for investors in Allmate. Started out with investors in Allmate. So we were kind of going through our network and looking for investors, had a whole pitch deck put together, went like through the VC route, went through... This was a year ago? This was a year, year and a half ago, and it was not successful. Like. Not, I mean, I guess the t-shirt. The interesting.
0: T-shirt model,
1: t- 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 I, I think, is is a hard model. I mean, it's low margins, sure. long cash flow. It would be a hard model for a venture capitalist to like invest in. We kind of switch switch and said, let's go look out in the industry. And so we went to our um, partners and vendors and people in the industry. And one of the people that we approached was the Rock team. They actually have a couple investors that work behind them in Europe, and they're like, Oh, you guys are looking for investment? Like, you're know, like, Yeah, we're looking for investment. Um, and it comes to find out, they they weren't like wanting to invest in t-shirts because they sell equipment six figures versus one figure uh, <laughs> yeah but press versus a yeah, lot of t-shirts yeah and we have another deal that we worked out on the Main side it's really exciting we we'll talking about in the future here but they kind of pitched an idea to us and I, it just wasn't the right idea either so we kind of went through two ideas um, but I kind of came up with ideas like how can we take this rock business and The market's growing really really heavy. People love the equipment. Um, It really changes lives in in shops. And how can we? get more resources and people together. So you have financial backers, you have the manufacturer, you have you know us in the market and, and another Canadian partner. How can we bring that all together into one? And that's where the concept kind of started. The whole goal behind that was to be able to expand, give more resources to printers uh, to be successful using the equipment, and also kind of handle the digital conversation as the industry goes forth and does more in digital.
0: Okay. So there's a lot of things there. Boom, boom, boom. Um, Talk I about have this. a horrible memory, so I'm just gonna try to recall some of these things. So basically, so first thing, interesting, all made announcement you said you're gonna match Any hints or anything no. like that? Okay. No <laughs> hints. No, when no, can
1: no, we no, expect no. something around this? Uh, in a month or two, yeah. Okay, a month okay. or two
0: ish. Alright, we'll circle back. Then you're talking about um, the rock investment. When was the first rock you guys sold before that?
1: I believe it's Twin City Tees 2012. Okay. So Alex, I believe he was so the not, first. So
0: fairly recently, I mean, yeah. eight-ish years ago? Seven, eight years ago? Yeah,
1: they've been around for 35 years, right. over 35 years, 37 years, I think. Right. Extremely good manufacturers. In the worldwide market of printing, we have a very unique market here in the US. Okay. It's a entrepreneurial market. And it wasn't always like that. It used to be an industrial market. So huge shops, lots of people. That industrial market moved overseas. The rock of the industrial market here was called Precision. Have you ever, pre- Precision ovals? Um, big huge presses. There used to be shops in the US with hundreds of these presses, thousands of employees, and that all went overseas throughout the 90s. And so other people throughout the world, Rock being one of those people, started companies and started serving that market. So they kind of built their model around serving the industrial market gotcha. there's a shop in, um, in Ningbo called Ningbo actually screen printing in China that has over a hundred rocks right. um, huge so great manufacturing—they had to be the top, the best manufacturer to do this. But then coming into the U.S. market, it's completely different. You're dealing with one-on-one relationships, lots of customers versus a few customers. Sure. I was talking to the dealer of Rock in Bangladesh. He's like, "Yeah, I have thirty-six customers. I can I can go see thirty-six customers. Each of those customers buys a container of screen printing supplies every week. Wow. Every single one of those customers. So they're huge companies. Right. I mean." container screen printing supplies a normal screen printer wouldn't go through that in years so it's just crazy a difference in the business um, but we so it's were just good adjusting yeah we were good at the market the right. startup market helping over 200,000 people start screen printing and so, how can we combine that together? And we saw rock as an opportunity to be different. It was super hard to bring in. We had to invest a lot of money, come up with different programs, and um, the opportunity to work directly with the manufacturer and the new rock Us partnership is way better because now we're aligned all of our resources together, and we have competencies in maybe sales and marketing, and maybe uh, the, the U.S. market, they have competencies in manufacturing um, and the inter- international market, sure, so sure. it's like, a good good joint synergies.
0: I don't think there's enough appreciation especially for being able to adapt an older company to a newer market you know and there's pain points right mm-hmm. but from what I've heard and so you'll have to dive into this deeper so there's new company new distribution new investments like what is the whole new rock U.S.
1: investment? It's a new it's a whole new company we took like five different parties and kind of brought them together. From the Ryanet side, people were like, well, did Ryanet sell out or did does Ryanet own Rock? It's like, well, Ryanet ScreenPrinting.com is moving basically to this side. So they're essentially sister companies, you know? There's ownership stake that's, that's like similar, but like we want to grow the Rock business. So we don't want to like, Basically, have a we're Rana to have a hand up, so Ryan is becoming a distributor, which we were always a distributor. But we had this whole other side of our business that did all the installation and the you know the financing and all that stuff on Rock. So that's basically. The automated equipment science moving over. We actually called it the APG team is moving over into this new entity, and so still partnerships and sisters. But we want to bring on more Yonex that serve different markets. So we're expanding that network. I think we brought on like eight eight partners already. Great. So just other all people different. will be
0: able to sell rock, mm-hmm. not just right. Yeah. In North America. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Wow. Then they're touching people that we don't touch. They're serving. I mean. Ryan, it's great and love helping start and grow screen printers. What happens when they start and grow is they end up finding another supplier sure. that can service them better in their kind of industrial growth needs. And you want to manage
0: that full lifetime value of the Exactly, yeah. Sure. yeah. And be
1: able to have those touch points more often than just you know as they start, which we still like at, on the dot com side will still be fully very strong as our core focus. <laughs> oh, that's
0: it. I really appreciate the transparency around it too, does that help? service customers then as well like is it so the sales is one thing but now you know European company Probably a little bit slower. You're iterating, you're getting feedback. Is this US investment? Like, is there a physical office or inventory?
1: Yeah, we, we're opening up an office in, uh, we were going to do it in Atlanta, but it's 99% going to be in Orlando. It's, it's a very close, closest eastern seaport. Um, and it's, well, not Orlando, but Miami. Um, and we have a tech that's, Jason has been working, you know, there for, working with us for seven years, I think almost. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we're already there. Um, so We chose that to be kind of the the office and the center point. And and a lot of people on the office side will still be in Washington. Um, Not sure where it will eventually land up. Our whole goal was to service the people better. a barrier to getting into different type of equipment it was like, hey, this other company's been doing it for three, five years. Good you sir. know. And they I know if I buy this press it's gonna be service. It might be louder or whatever it might be. It might be different and I'd like to get your press, but eh, it's kind of you guys have only been doing yeah. this for eight years. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well actually we've been doing it for thirty, seven years. Just not us. So Putting that together, bringing a 37-year-old company into a market that's only been around for eight years, that longevity and that history is gonna make this much, much stronger.
0: So are they sending, does Rockwell then have people servicing here in the States too?
1: We, yeah, So we have direct people that will actually be coming over back and forth more often and probably living here. It's a little harder to hire international but like on your stints sure. um, to help the relationship between the, the two partners like sure. flow flow easier.
0: That's sure.
1: yeah. right. That's exciting. Joao's been um, kind of the channel manager for Rock since we you know started and he's been just a great resource. We want to invest in better technology, service ticket systems. I want you to be able to pick up your phone, dial into your press, see what's going on, submit a ticket, you know, order a repart if it's out of warranty. So just make it streamlined and not a burden um, sure. as well.
0: I think that's interesting, especially, you know, you only a lot of people only see the outside of the company, right? I and mean, you only see the, like, it's supposed to work, it's supposed to have all these things, but there's so much to iterate on to get to that. I and mean, this is a huge, huge step to help move towards what your customers are asking for. Um, you also, the last thing that you mentioned is the digital aspect. Mm-hmm. So, w- what are you guys thinking about with that? What's the investment like with that? Where do you guys see things going about it?
1: It's new. I think everyone has, how long is screen-putting going to last? Right, you know? right. That's the
0: big question. You know. But, you know, every company's investing heavily. I mean, Rock's got the, the hybrid. Everyone's got the um, digital, Fiji. You see some new ones, too, popping up out of China. So.
1: Oh, yeah. it's. I mean, it's definitely coming on. So how can we align, you know, a really good piece of equipment with a future centric strategy that allows it to expand so sure. like all of our equipment now made from 2018 moving forward is all digital compatible mm-hmm. so if it ever changes and the market goes full digital you can actually make a screen printing press a digital press if you want to at least a hybrid some of them are full digital compatible. Mm-hmm. you know so to be a full digital press but like in ten years if somebody wants 10,000 Printavo shirts because Printavo is awesome and they want to, you know, rep the brand, <laughs> and it's a white print on a, on a blue shirt, yeah. you're probably still going to screen print that, mm-hmm. you know, even 10 years from now, you know. So is it um, a
0: supplemental? It's like we run both? Yeah, I it's think still it's... still a supplemental, right? You have the DTG for certain orders, yeah, but and you have screen printing for certain orders.
1: What if you could do all that with one setup? You know, so you do could do one setup. one setup. You could do full digital. Somebody wants a sample of that shirt, one shirt. Then you run it off that. Run it on a digital. Right. Somebody wants well that shirt. It's got a full color overprint. Right. They want two. It's full digital. They want two hundred. It's hybrid. You 200 know, 200. where you screen print the underbase and, and so your
0: one press is super
1: versatile. You could do you could expand and grow and add different modules. And then also, unlike standalone units, when you're plugging in, it's also convertible. Mm -hmm. So let's say this digital print head starts out and it prints 100 pieces an hour. Well, maybe in four years it'll print 700 pieces an hour. Sure, You don't have to like completely scrap this whole thing sure. and get another one, you can plug in that one. You know, and now the, the base press below is built to go at 1200 pieces an hour.
0: Very modular.
1: So it's modular and uh, also if your, your digital print head needs servicing, you saw the press that you can make money with. The whole strategy and the idea is to build a modular, you know, expandable system as the market takes shape because there's a huge market for digital. It's all web to print. But what is the... 90, 98% of shirts are still straight printed. Sure. So what is, as that 98% turns to 95 and 90 and 85 and 80 and 50, you know, how does the market approach? And we look at other market spaces like uh, electric cars, that didn't really happen until the hybrid came out. Know, and then the hybrid gave more technology and funding and proof of concept for Tesla for and, full you know, for full electric. And now you've
0: got the Audi and Jaguar and Porsche. And now everyone's doing it. So, yes,
1: yeah, so that's the hope, the vision. Because it is. I it, did. It, it, Digital printing is more on demand, it's more eco-friendly, you know, and still love screen printing. But digital is definitely an exciting you know, forefront as well. Right?
0: Yeah. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Thank you, everybody. It's Ryan Moore.
0: Thanks for joining us. All
1: right.